0: Well, you never want to celebrate someone leaving and someone losing their job. Uh, But the news just came down uh, that Joe Woods will no longer be the Cleveland Browns head coach. He has been relieved of his duties. And that leaves a bunch of question marks. But good thing we got John Costco Pro Football Focus on with us. To break some of this down, we'll talk about um, the the tenure of Joe Woods, the ups and the downs, and what ultimately you know did him in and, and got him pushed out of town uh, in terms of what happened on the field. We'll also in the second segment give you some of the names that we're hearing right now. Um, you know, talk about some of the names that we're hearing out there. There's a lot of noise coming around. Browns have already uh, listed two people guaranteed, probably from this list, that they want permission to talk to. And then in the third segment, we'll go around and we'll round the horn and see which one of these guys that we are are interested in and and piqued our interest just in our little pre, uh, uh, I guess we would call our pre-podcast. We threw a lot of names out there, a lot of good ones sounded, and, and I will say this, they sound all better than Joe Woods. We'll come back, we'll talk to you about it, and we'll do it all on the next episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things dog pound LGB on L-O-B. The Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Radio personality, 92.3 The Fan, can catch G Saturday mornings, numerous uh, occasions to catch G throughout the week, throughout the months, over at 92.3 The Fan. We are your Locked On Browns hosts, joined here today by John Costco from PFF. We are going to break it down here. Uh, Obviously, the Browns 2022 season is officially ended. Already changes on the way. We're going to get to all that. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy. Done securely online. Available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. To no one's surprise. um, And to his credit, the last couple of weeks, I think there was some better effort out of the defense. Um, but we all knew where this was going. So word breaks out today. I want to say it was real early seven 30 ish. And before, you know, basically the big axes were dropping on, you know, head coaches all over the NFL, uh, came through from Tom Palliser I believe had it first. Uh, the Browns have relieved Joe Woods of his duties, the status of the other defensive coaches. They're still here. Obviously you're going to go look, you're going to find a defensive coordinator defensive coordinator is going to go through who's in the room in the building. And you know, could be a holdover or two, perhaps. We'll see the way it goes. Um, But, you know, the old intention would be is if you're going to bring this gentleman in, you're going to give him his choice on the people that he wants to work with. For Joe Woods, look, 2020, and I'll just go through it, you know, kind of short here. 2020, look, I mean, was able to play, and of course the Browns were successful, was able to play almost a bend-don't-break style, but you think there were games like the Cowboys game that year where the Browns were up huge early, and it still turned out to be a nail-biter in the end. The playoff game in Pittsburgh, same thing. Browns, huge lead, and you're chewing on your nails, your nubs, your skin, whatever was left. Um, The Browns were able to pull that one off. 2021, obviously a lot more ammunition, talent on the defensive side of the ball. And as we tried to tell everybody, it's going to take time. Defenses take time to gel. And it started off slow, but it did just that. And, you know, you had a defense that was ranked, you know, whatever, you know, Whatever you know metric you want to use, whatever site you want to use, this is a consensus overall top 10 defense in 2021. You get to 2022, started off bad, week two, New York Jets. It just went downhill from there. The Atlanta Falcons, uh, the Atlanta Falcons torched them on the ground that day. with although the running backs played that day for Atlanta wouldn't even make the Cleveland Browns. That's probably what made it even worse. Um, and then, you know, now more and more. And this is always what happens when things go from bad to worse. You know, you get to it. The more stink you can find. Jadavian Clowney, week two, calling people effing losers. Jadavian Clowney, let you know, well, I'm not, nah, I don't really feel like doing first and second down today. I'll just, you know, play third down. And all this type of stuff that went on. Joe Woods couldn't get control of the situation. The talent couldn't overcome this situation and you get to the you know it, we knew this was all coming obviously um the browns in the market for a new defensive coordinator and very well in the market for complete overall changes on the defensive side of the ball
2: yeah i mean i think uh you know you look at, you look at the browns defenses over the over the years um with joe woods and um i think i think you know you even check just look at the point differential for them. So in, in, in the playoff run that they had, they scored a lot of points, but they gave up a lot of points as well. They they actually finished the season uh minus five in the point differential. They gave up four hundred and seventy eight while scoring four hundred and seventy three. Um which kind of you know kind of spelled the corner, you know what it was what, what kind of quality of a team they were. Um you know, you look at the Minnesota Vikings this year, they've given up more points than when they've scored yet. They have a, you know, what is it? A 13 and four record or whatever. Um, They very well are probably going to be, um they're probably going to win their first game losing their second round and they might be like a 500 team next year because that's what they're kind of indicate. you know that the point differential there is in- indicative of uh last year they they had a negative point differential and again this year they have another negative di- uh, point differential for the browns so um i think you know from a you know part of that is obviously offense needs to be better and and we all know that but like joe woods's teams that they, they you know, at year three, you're expecting, Hey, this team should get hit the ground running. They should have all their communication issues ironed out. They didn't, they, they still have these busted coverages. One just happened in this past game where, you know, George Pickens ran wide open down the seam for a touchdown, um, you know, and and the Browns were busting a cover three defense that they run all the time. So I think it's for them, it's, it's, you you need to have the consistent communication that, that players need to know exactly what their responsibilities are. Um, and it, for whatever reason that they couldn't be on the same page uh consistently throughout Joe woods's tenure and and that shows up in in their defensive grades, which you know that, that hasn't been good over the years. obviously last year was a lot better, but again it, it still took half the season for them to get on the same page. and I think for um a lot of Brown's fans this is a, it seems like this is a long time coming uh, because of how poor the defense has been.
0: Yeah, John i you know I look at this move as something that that had happened. Um, I, I thought it should have happened a little earlier um and I needed uh, needed to know all I needed to know about joe woods uh, in terms of the, his aggressive nature or lack thereof uh when you let Chad henney scramble for all those yards it just seems as if if when you're playing the Cleveland Browns you can get whatever you wanted you know if you really wanted to run the ball there's really nothing they could do about it if you really wanted to throw the ball when it comes, push them to shove half the first season, we were talking about MAs and busted coverages where guys are running right wild in your secondary. So, you know, and then the the most damning thing is that he comes out and says, well, you know what? I I must say this, uh, you know, uh, I, I, we wanted to stop the run this year in the explosive plays. But when teams start running the ball on us, they seem to do it at a very high level. And yeah, we just actually, we regressed when it came to, to, to big plays on the, in the run game. And I'm like, how can you even say that? Like the fact that you are comfortable saying that is crazy to me. Um and I think that you know we'll talk about some of the great names that's coming forward, but I just think they needed a, a new voice, a, a new uh, leader, somebody that's going to be in there, that's going to be aggressive, that's going to send people. Um and, and John, do you think we will see someone like that moving uh, into the second segment? Um, like uh, s- sending more blitzes? That you're saying
2: there? Yeah, yeah. aggressive. If, if they're more, gonna more, more they're gonna hire Brian can, Flores, like so in in Brian the last two years with Miami. I'm not even going to look at 2019 where they had like arguably the worst roster in the NFL uh, and probably, probably in NFL history, if not, if not, you know, obviously that year, but um, they actually, you know, won five games with that roster, but in 2020 and 2021 is, his final two years in, in Miami. Um, they were the, the highest blitz rate in, in the NFL at a 42.6%. Uh, they ran man defense at the highest rate in the NFL as well. So, um, and i was just diving into more of those numbers and i'm not even done with with looking into that but it's going to be ultra aggressive and you can guarantee that because that is um what he does he he blitzes and he plays man behind that blitz uh and then he also is a you know a single high defense with co- a lot of cover three on top of it so you will see you will see it upwards of 80. 80- to 85% of man and cover 3 looks from Brian Flores which almost half of them are going to be blitzing so yeah it's going to be much more aggressive from that standpoint um you can be successful either way like you 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 can see it with with the Baltimore Ravens over and the Pittsburgh Steelers over the years they've been you know highly aggressive teams that that blitz a lot and they're highly successful um, and you see it from an uh, other uh, spectrum where teams don't blitz a lot; they drop off into coverage because they can get the pressure with their front four, and and those those teams are successful as well. But you know, so it's whatever. Like from a scheme standpoint, it's just like it's putting your players in the best position to succeed. Um, and Woods consistently didn't do that, and obviously didn't have a good enough communication with his players of what he expected of them.
1: Uh, I'm just going to go with this before we start moving this along here. New York Jets game. Absolutely pathetic. Joe Woods, that's on you. Atlanta Falcons game. Yeah, a lot of guys were injured, but got gassed. The second Bengals game. And and your secondary coach didn't do you any help when he came out five days later and said, well, when T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd left the game, it kind of made things more difficult for us. Okay, we know nothing's going on in the defensive side of the ball in these meeting rooms anymore because there's no way that made your job harder. And, G, we talked about the Saints game. What was the one thing we said? I don't care who it is. Don't lose the game because of Taysom Hill. Who'd end up losing the one game mostly because of Taysom Hill? Taysom. And that, that was I mean, you, if you need to know why Joe Woods got relieved of his duties today, I just gave you four prime examples right there. But yeah, the Browns, yeah, yeah. and as early as if they have put this information out there today, they're moving on from Joe Woods. They're active. They are active. They are, active. They are on the phone with everybody. Already, even an interesting one. I wonder if it was one, one phone call maybe between the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns where they said, Hey, if I want something from you, can I maybe get something from you? We're gonna get to all that. We continue here. Lockdown Browns, Jeff Lloyd G. Bush joined by PFS John Costco. Winter mornings are brutal, so here's my tip for tackling the day in comfort grab new Tommy John longwear and take it cozy and make it cozy wherever you go when you start the year in tommy john comfort wear it just makes things so much easier so much more comfortable and most importantly you're getting older you get cold trust me i can't stand it tommy john loungewear pajamas and underwear have dozens of comfort innovations like luxuriously soft tri-blend and micro model fabrics with four-way stretch and no lint balls or fuzz with over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, people love Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Like this Tommy John fanatic who raves, I bought one pair of loungewear, and after wearing them for two days, all the other colors available. The only place I don't wear them is in the shower. They've sent me over a pair. They're a no lie. Um, Just so soft. Um, and again, with the flexibility of it, they're not heavy like old traditional sweatpants. They're not tight. They're in the wrong places like some of this loungewear that's available today. Plus, all Tommy John's best pair you will ever wear or it's free, guarantee. Get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. 20% off right now at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. See the site for details. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I have talked to you guys for years that me and my family, me and my wife, we've been through a lot over the last few years. And to try to manipulate you know, being a good husband, being a good wife, being good parents, getting through your day-to-day, sometimes you just have to understand that too much is too much. And you have to reach out. And you've got to realize that there are people out there who can help you get through the toughest of times? Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to the guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over three million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% on, online. Whether or not you have been in therapy personally, you need to sometimes go outside of the box, be able to try something different. That is the joy of BetterHelp. And it takes away a little bit of the scariness of any other type of therapy. You're doing it from home. You can do it through FaceTime. You can do it through a video chat. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, it's more accessible, it's more affordable. You fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. It could be simpler. There's no waiting room. There's no traffic. No endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's better, help
0: slash locked on. Welcome back. To the Locked On Browns podcast, make sure you follow G Bush at me, me at G Bush ninety one and uh, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore L J underscore Lloyd. Make sure you make uh, Locked On podcast your first listen of each and every day. And we want to thank everybody for subscribing throughout the year, watching all of our videos. This is a place to keep it locked because we're definitely going to have updates every single day on what's going on with the Browns. Jay, I just want to jump roster. in. Ray,
1: Jay, I just want to jump in real quick before you move this along. DeMar mm-hmm. Hamilton has been released from the hospital in Cincinnati, and he is on his way home to Buffalo. So, obviously, for one week ago, the tragedy that the NFL felt. Um, look, man, God can be great. Prayer can be great. And, uh, you know, sometimes hoping for the absolute best, this is why you do that. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. DeMar Hamlin and his family. DeMar Hamlin is on his way home to Buffalo. Go ahead, not
2: couldn't, couldn't have started that game off better, by the way, for the Bills. First play, <laughs> kickoff return for a touchdown, like,
0: you know, if it's I was great, the Patriots, you
1: know. I wouldn't have gotten off the bus.
0: You, 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 you. The Patriots had to know they weren't winning that game, right? <laughs> <laughs> they battled hard in that game. That's yeah, they did. Bad. They played. They played well, man. But uh, you know, the most important thing is, you know, he got out. Um, he's going to be out. He's going to be able to. You know, it looks like his men's and working making a full recovery. So that's the thing everybody wanted to get out of that situation. So I'm I'm excited to hear all the great updates coming from him. Um, We did get some updates coming from our Cleveland Browns as well too. Um, They they made a uh, request to uh, interview Gerard Mayo, uh, linebacker. I believe he's out of Tennessee. We played his college ball there. Played his his most of his pro career in New England with Bill Belichick as part of the inside linebackers crew. He's running. Not he's probably one of the guys who's running the inside linebackers room. People talk about his his ability to be enthusiastic, energy levels. And they've also made a formal request to speak to the points sealers in regards to um, Brian Flores, who is, who was one of the top names in, in, in the league as far as defensive goes. Uh, he, he did have some issues when broiled in the league with the Rooney rule and some different things that he claimed um, after he left the Dolphins, but by in large part, Brian Flores, as, as John mentioned earlier, is one of the coaches that is one of the guys that who brings the most pressure. He's an aggressive coach. I also think that he's a guy that's not going to take no, no mess. He ain't going to take no stuff. You know, the this, the situation with Jadavian Clowney, it was out of pocket. Um, you know, for you to, and it's so crazy. You think about it, for him to actually miss a game check and to completely forfeit it by saying what he said, you must got to feel you got to help, but you can't help, but understand the field. like he really had an ax to grind and he really did not see either. I was the general management front office or the head coach. Your thoughts, John. I mean, yeah, I and mean, it's, it's needed change.
2: And you're talking about, um, I mean, being able to have be in control of your, of your defense. And I, it, you know, part of it is like, Hey, the head coach should be able to take care of this type of stuff. And it, it does kind of seem, it, you just never know what is going on inside of an nfl locker room like we get snippets and stuff like that and obviously we we understand it like you know with Jadavian connie coming out with what he said and all that he um you know he says that you know, like what's been going on in his his mindset and kind of part of the reason maybe why his performance has been pretty poor and, and whatnot but like if you had a good relationship with your players that's part of like what you need um, and understanding, hey, how do how can I put every each and every player in their best position to succeed? Like Flores, like will do a better job than that than with Wood than Woods did. Um, it Woods, you know, for to his credit, like fig- would figure it out midway through the season for like from a whole defense perspective. But I mean, you've got to be able to keep your individual players uh, happy, and especially guys like like a Jadavian Clowney, even if he's not like the caliber of player that like you know maybe he thinks he is you still got to make that guy kind of happy because it he's a you know other players in the locker room look up to that guy um and maybe are following his lead and if he's unhappy he's already kind of dragging the team with him to that unhappiness and it just it just creates the uh you know a poor culture in that locker room so yeah you need you need a good leader in that place um I don't know if Flores is going to be it. You know, I, I know there's issues in, in Miami already with that, with, with Flores um, when he was a head coach. Maybe he can, is just better as a defensive coordinator. We've seen it that many times where like, you know, like as an example, Vic Fangio, phenomenal defensive coordinator, wasn't a great head coach. Yep. Dan Quinn, great defensive coordinator, not a good head coach. You know, you see it all the time. So uh, some guys are just better suited for that, that coordinator role or position coach role or what have you. Um, and so you, you just never know um, until you put them in that position to see if they succeed or, or flop. But um, I, I, it's just the, the, the change is needed there. I think we've, we see it from all the comments that we got from the players this year. Um, and then it came to a head with the Jadavian Clowney thing. And, and the fact that the defense just didn't perform, you know, you talk about, especially in big moments where you, you needed a defense to step up. They didn't, um the miscommunications and all that type of stuff um poor the poor run defense is not really a i don't think it's a scheme thing but like you could have put them in better position to to stop the run um i think that was a player personnel issue where you have a bad you have a bad defense but um you know I, there's some ish, personnel issues that they got to work through as well but yeah it was just a t- you know it, it was coming to an head
1: uh, some other names here that we're just going to bring up. Uh, obviously, the Browns have reached out to the Seattle Seahawks uh, for assistant head coach Sean Desai. He's another name. Um, and an interesting one. Uh, the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns kind of, I guess, that probably made for a fun phone call. Uh, Tennessee Titans are looking to possibly interview uh, Browns' front. Office personnel Glenn Cook for their open vacancy at the general manager position. In turn, the Browns <laughs> asked the Tennessee Titans if they had the ability to have a meeting with Jim Schwartz about their defense creator, of course, uh, quartering position. A couple of names here that people have asked about Jim Leonard, former Cleveland Brown, former NFL defensive back, just left the University of Wisconsin. There's nothing there that has to be put out. Jim, Le- Jim Leonard, free agent. So the, we may not hear anything. We could hear something. Jim Leonard could come in and interview. And that may be the first time we hear it. So just things keep it there. Uh, Vic Fangio, also somebody who's available right now. Uh, but obviously the Browns are looking to get this you know, out on the road as quickly as possible and you know, start getting guys in here. And maybe want to make the decision quick so that way they can get to the rest of their defensive staff here. We're going to get to the third segment here. Each one of us is going to kind of say our piece a little bit on – names that we think would be a fit here because there is the possibility here is if you're looking for somebody to be your defense coordinator who maybe has head coaching experience that could be something we are looking for here i know a lot of people have a lot of what ifs about 2023 and what would happen da, 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 let's not say it we'll all go there uh, but we're gonna get to that here uh continuing here on locked on browns garrett bush jeff lloyd joined by john Costco. I am really geeked up by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game ultimate football GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true. And this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season and lead your team to glory. You are responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. I have a terrible team that I inherited. I've got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of oldness. I got to get younger. I got to nail a number one pick that I most likely got to probably use for an offensive tackle as I am losing a ton of them, all things that you can experience with ultimate GM Locked on, browse listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on all caps in the game store. That's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today to download the game. Just visit ultimate GM.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate GM.com ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty
0: today. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, John Costco, the last one of the season. Man, it seems like uh, (laughs) it's been a long season, man. I mean, especially when you're playing 17 games. It was was in the summer when we started doing this. Finally down to our last game, but that's no time to rest on our laurels. We got to get right back to it. Try to find some replacements because this roster is talented. We just need the right people in in place to, to make it jump off and do what we need to make it happen so you, you, we t- we take a look at, at at the defensive coordinators and we'll go around the r- room and say which one of these guys is is the guy that really piques your interest the most i you know we've already mentioned one guy um you may hear another guy it was uh in, in the i think it was in uh the or- it was the orange and brown report um they talked about a guy named eric washington and, and the reason i'm mentioning him Briefly, because Eric Washington was my defensive line coach at Ohio University, his defensive line coach for the Chicago Bears. He's also been a defensive coordinator briefly during the time that they went to the Super Bowl. He was a defensive line coach for the uh, Carolina Panthers. So he's right now working as a special assistant on defense to uh, I, 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 uh, Leslie Frazier in, in Buffalo. So he's a name that they kind of brought up as a dark horse and reason I brought him up. I kind of know him well because he as he was my our defensive line coach. But the guy that really uh that really you know hits a note for me is Brian Flores. Because he he aligns with the way I, I look at football. I believe on, on defense, you're gonna have to be intense, you're gonna have to get to the ball with an attitude, and you're gonna have to play with a little swagger and a little speed and a little nastiness. And when it comes to that, he's gonna do that. He's one of the most blissing, heavily blissing coaches in the game. He's going to bring them from everywhere. And if you, if you don't know, just go back and look at the, the Lamar Jackson tape from two years ago where everybody is on the line of scrimmage standing there. Right. And at the snap of the football, Monday night football guys are either dropping or coming. And this guy just, I mean, Lamar Jackson was just like, he had never seen anything like it. He was so confused, ended up playing a horrible game. And by the way, Jacoby reset was a quarterback in that game as well. So I like Brian Flores, what he's, he's able to bring to the table, and, and just to be a, in what he he does in aggressiveness, because I think they need that. Uh, John, your thoughts on, on who you're excited about?
2: Yeah, I mean, that hasn't been reported or anything like that because he's a free agent, but it would be Vic Fangio would be my top choice just because he's got a long track record of being a very successful defensive coordinator um at multiple different stops um you know he was with the 49ers from 2011 to 2014 um believe they went to the Super Bowl uh NFC Championship game multiple years so you know that you know that's a phenomenal defense there um obviously had great talent there but like you you can't be a good defense without good talent but it's also a coaching thing with the bears for a number of years he was he was phenomenal there Um, and then also with the Broncos, their defenses were were excellent. And the issue there was this, the offensive perspective, um, but you could never complain about their defense. And you saw the carryover this year with the Broncos and how good they, they still were. Um, there's a lot of carryover that comes with that where it's like, these guys got coached up by, uh, you know, an elite level coach. Um, they take that to their next place. They don't just lose it immediately. So that's for me, that's, you know, he's, it would be a top choice because, he brings that instant credibility. He brings that instant leadership ability. Um, and this has the track record of like of having a system that just works and knows how to stop the pass also knows how to stop the run and just makes life difficult for opposing offenses. Um, and he can do that with, with not like, you know, superior level talent. So, um, you know, I, I, that's, that's the, the he's not going to be the blitz heavy type guy that, you know, you might like, you know, he's going to be at about a blitz at 25% rate. Um, he's going to run a lot more zone than probably maybe people like, but his his coaching and his, his system does work. So um, that's what I would be excited for.
1: You have a bunch of names here. Um, and obviously this list has come together quickly. Um, you have veterans who have worked in this league. You have guys with head, past head coaching experience. Um, you know, a guy like Gerard Mayo. This is a guy like, you know, everybody's right now, Domeco Ryans is such a hot name as a guy going from a defensive coordinator to a possible head coach. Gerard Mayo, this is the path from people I reached out today. They think his next stop is defensive coordinator. Before he starts to groom in, we're getting these guys who are, you know, getting involved in coaching so much younger. And you know, basically, you know, they are you know on a trajectory path, you know, to a lot of success in this league. So do you look at that route? Or do you look at a guy like Jim Schwartz, who's been in the league? He has been a three time defensive coordinator, he has been a head coach in this league, he has been in part of a Super Bowl winning championship. There's a lot of avenues to go for here. And, you know, for any of these guys coming here to interview, you are definitely, definitely intrigued by, by well, what can I do with the other 10 guys while I'm having Miles Garrett just wreak havoc all day long? You were looking at the combination of Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, and Martin Emerson. And if you were one of these guys like Brian Flores that says, yeah, man, yeah, I like to gamble, um, you think you kind of have the horses to do that. So the opportunity here to succeed as defensive coordinator Yes, you're going to need help, but there are some pieces here. And I think this was probably most everybody's frustration with Joe Woods is, you know, everything was just so contrived. And you did hear players talk about it today. Greg Newsom specifically is when we kind of just went basic and simple is when we all played at our best. The problem is, is when there was so much guesswork in and overthinking and, you know, everybody not on the same page that led to gaffes. And, you know, obviously, you know, as John spoke about, you know, Carl, uh, that George Pickens touchdown yesterday. There it was, a prime example. Week eighteen, and these things still aren't figured out. And you know, Pittsburgh basically got him with that one. So a lot of great names out there. Obviously, there's going to be you know a lot of talk here over the next few days about the possibilities of what the Cleveland Browns can do for the defensive side of the ball. We will have them covered every single step of it, and we'll see how it works out. Because there is the aspect here of are you bringing in a defensive coordinator who in turn could maybe at some point next season or maybe the season after where if you've got to make a change at the main gig, the head coaching gig, you can basically step somebody up here who's come in and performed well. So there are a lot, a lot of thoughts here, a lot going on with your Cleveland Browns and we will continue to be with it all week long for John Costco. John, we always appreciate you so much. Obviously taking the time here, Black Monday, one of the biggest you, days in the NFL season. Um, so I'm sure you got a ton to get to here. Make sure you're checking out, uh, at uh, John Costco 3 on Twitter. Obviously, John and folks are still busy because now you have all this offseason stuff going on. Not to mention, still got a whole bunch of football left. And the folks at PFF will take you through all that as well. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 92.3 The Fan. Radio personality. Uh, make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself, at Jeff, uh, Jeff Lloyd. At Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns. Appreciate you all. We will be back soon with a lot more information. This has been your daily delivery of all things all ground. LGB on ELLB. Let's go Browns.